welcome to Shakashala podcast number three. So we're going to continue in the avenue of talking about dream. Uh, we introduced the concept of the dream diary, so we're going to really sort of mm. dissect that dream diary right now. So we're going to look at how we can really use the diary to start to create the, uh, the parameters to mm. find lucidity in our dreams and our sleep. So one of the biggest things I hear when I do workshops for people is uh, this really struggle to remember dreams. A lot of people feel like they don't dream or they don't remember their dreams. Uh, everybody dreams. It's just whether we remember. So it's that remembering or that mindfulness that we want to bring into the night. So some of us may have a really strong mindfulness practice during the day, but bringing into the night is a little bit different. So one of the key things for bringing that mindfulness into the night is the diary. So first thing is that if you wake in the morning, write down anything you can remember, even if it's just a physical sensation of happiness, sadness, tension. Uh, you can find slowly that you will unravel a dream which seemed like nothing was there and then slowly it reveals itself that there was a whole dialogue of dream. Another thing is if during the night you wake up, it's really good to just write down anything you can remember and go back to sleep after writing these things down. Especially if you have a really strong or vivid dream. Sometimes we have a very powerful dream and we believe that we'll remember it in the morning and then sadly when we wake up it's just disappeared uh, into our mind again. So one of the main things is getting in the habit, writing on something you want to write on, be it a tablet, be it a book, something that will make you do it, just having it by your bed. Kind of like when you go to the gym in the morning and you don't really want to do it so you pretty much have all your gear ready to go. It's probably the, oh, maybe not the, the boringest part of dream practice. Um, can be definitely one of the harder things to get into a habit of, but it is the basis of everything. If we cannot remember where we've been, it's very, very hard to later on become lucid. Also, one of the really powerful things about a dream diary is that it's like extending our hand to our subconscious. It's sort of like the beginning of a relationship where we say we're willing to listen to what our dreaming mind has to say. In a lot of our life we suppress our subconscious and it comes out in our dreams when our conscious thinking mind shuts down and our unconscious mind comes to the forefront. So it's really nice to use our conscious mind to actually actively engage with our subconscious and tell our subconscious that we do want to get to know it and we do want to know what it has to say because mm -hmm. our subconscious mind is also who we are. It's not just an aspect. It's a huge part of who we are and it's really important to sort of come to understand these other facets of ourselves and especially come to love those facets of themselves even if they seem bizarre or seem uh, very tough to deal with. So... The main thing about remembering dreams is motivation. You really want to be motivated, like that is the core thing. If you're not motivated, you will struggle to remember dreams. I really feel that most people don't remember their dreams because it's not a value to them. Once you start placing value on remembering, very quickly you start to remember. 
before you go to bed, even a few affirmations telling yourself the next place I am will be a dream and I will remember my dreams when I wake up. Any variations on this, as long as really the core concept is that I will remember my dreams on waking or I will remember my dreams as I dream. Uh, other ways to remember dreams, there are some actual meditation practices I've found that tend to vastly improve uh, our ability to remember our dreams. So one of those practices is called the uh, five elements practice and it basically involves sitting outside in nature and over the course of maybe a 20 minute meditation we just feel the five elements. So we start with the earth element, we feel earth, we open our eyes, we look at earth we feel its solidity, we put our hands against the ground and feel the stability that earth brings in our body and externally. Then we move through the water element, seeing the water element, feeling the water element inside our veins. 70% of the human body is water, so it's an easy element to key into. Then we move on to the fire mm -hmm. element, so feeling our internal body heat, maybe feeling the sun against our body. So the concept of heat sensation. Then we move from heat to the wind element, feeling our breath, feeling the movement of our mind, feeling the wind against our body, the sound of the wind. And then finally finish with the space element. So just the sensation of openness, expansiveness, really focusing even on the moment between the breath out and in can increase the space element. And I've found personally that if I'm struggling a bit with mm -hmm. recalling dreams, this is one of the fastest practices I've found to bring my recall straight up very rapidly, especially if I do it before bed or in the evening. So I definitely offer that as a, a potential solution. Um, the other thing we're going to talk about is dream signs. So dream signs, once we have a dream diary and we have a concept of irregularity, uh, we can actually start to look for things that are repeating themselves. So they might be, for me, it's uh, my mother when she was in her 30s and she's now in her 50s. Or it's an old place I used to surf as a child or a house I lived in when I was 12. Or being naked in public or oh, even bizarre things like defecating in public. So... Once you start to see these regularities, you can tell yourself as you go to bed that if I encounter any of these irregularities, if I find myself in my old house when I was 12, or I find myself in a social setting and I'm not using the bathroom, but I'm outside, I use this to really springboard myself into lucidity. So what will happen with time is that I will recognize as I'm dreaming that one of the dream signs is active and I will start to question the environment I'm in. Once I question my environment, it turns on the prefrontal cortex in my brain and I am able to, basically that is where lucidity starts, my conscious mind becomes aware of the unconscious and uh, lucidity is engaged. For those that haven't had a fully lucid dream or a lucid dream, the best way to really sort of, I guess, articulate what it is, is that it's being aware of a dream as it's occurring in real time. So it's like the sensation of not a recall later. And it's also about knowing that it's a dream. So sometimes we can be dreaming and be aware that we're dreaming while we're dreaming in real time. But we haven't really made that springboard leap 
to knowing that it's a dream, knowing that it's an illusion. This is really where the depth of the practice begins in regards to using it as spiritual practice, is the core concept of lucid dreaming is to recognize an illusion as an illusion. And for something that you mistake for being real until you make that recognition. This had a lot of uh, parallels to, I guess, enlightenment and the waking state, seeing illusion for what it is and uh, not being caught in that illusion anymore. So many ways like a lucid dream is sort of like a, a mini test or a mini springboard of maybe what the full version of an awakening process would be in the uh, waking state and the non-dream state. Uh, as far as it goes with your dream signs, we'll talk a little bit later in the next podcast about really using the dream signs to springboard lucidity with a thing called a reality check. Uh, at the moment, we'll leave it at this point, but something to talk about a lot of people bring up is dream interpretation. Now, dream interpretation is a super wide, uh, wide-reaching. Uh, there's a lot of information on dream interpretation. Uh, for me personally, Dream interpretation is a lot more to do with how people feel about the content. I feel differently about a snake to maybe someone else. Also, try not to rationally decode a dream. Dreams speak in a different language. It's like using Chinese to translate English. It just will never work. So one of the core things to remember with, with dreams is that it speaks in a totally different language and with time we learn that language and we learn to find out what really the, the deeper meaning of the dream is. When we're fully lucid it's quite easy because we can ask the dream, we can ask the characters what they represent and it becomes very simple and clear. I will later on give techniques on deciphering dreams in a slightly different method which involves essentially sitting into the energy of the dream and letting uh, the memory of the dream really sort of uh, unravel what it's trying to communicate in its symbolistic way. So we've covered a pretty good ground today. We've covered the diary, we've introduced the dream signs, we've started to talk a little bit about like decoding and symbolism, which we can go into a little bit more in depth. So I'll try and put these out every sort of two weeks to four weeks. Uh, hopefully you're finding them useful. Again, if you want to put any comments up, anything like that that you're finding you'd like me to move into but I'm going to try and move piece by piece not too quickly for you some of you you may want me to move a little faster but it's really important that we have these bases in place and we're practicing them before the more advanced practices can take place so again thank you for listening and have a good evening